the weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year because these are high quality pieces they're staying in my wardrobe the best part is that all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they even show you on the website how much you're saving which is awesome quince partners directly with top factories cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us i recently got a really really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button up all, both in white linen which is awesome and i know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns q u i n c e dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goals i know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios i used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted salted wonderful pistachios in the cart when i was grocery shopping growing up and I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors and I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Mini series episode three. This week's habit topic, if you will, is journaling. And journaling is something that we have talked about kind of on and off throughout the entire show because it's something that I think we've both done on and off throughout the entire show mm -hmm. and like obviously prior. But I do think it's interesting because I've had phases where I've like had heavy journaling eras a lot of like mind mm -hmm. dumps but I have also had a lot of phases where one I don't even think about it or two when I do think about it I'm like oh that seems like a lot of energy that I just don't I'm not interested in it which is like totally okay but yeah I would say I haven't journaled in a severely long time I know I think I always come back to journaling because it's one that I know has such a positive impact on my life in so many different ways and I love it when I do it and it also was super heavy at the beginning of any sort of health mental health wellness sort of journey like years ago I think that 
I journaled a lot like when I was really getting into any of this stuff so it always has a special place in my life and in my mind but I'm in the same boat as in Catherine where I think it's one of the habits that I struggle most with to stay consistent with now even though it was one of those biggest ones that like got me going. I think in this series in general we've kind of gone from some of the biggest categories and we're gonna slowly get more specific or into smaller habits week by week. This is the first one that I would say is one where I need help implementing the strategy too whereas nutrition and fitness you know things come in waves but I have those down a little bit more this is one journaling that I I always come back to struggling with myself so we want to talk about the benefits of it why it's so important why so many people love journaling and keep it in their lives as well as how to actually implement the habit and how you can phase it into your life Mm -hmm. and how I plan to do the same I feel like I journal or have interest in journaling most in, like, negative phases. Mm. Any neutral phases? I think the neutral phases are the ones where I'm, like, I don't even really think about journaling. You're just kind of cruising and not in a negative way. Just, like, you're you're in it and you're, you're doing your thing. And I feel like when I am in a neutral phase, I don't really tend to be that interested or even aware that journaling is an option. And then when I'm in more positive phases, like, when life is on a high, I maybe think to myself, like, oh, I like journaling would be good right now because it reinforces the good things and makes you aware of the good things especially in eras when you're like on the ups but in those moments I don't have the energy or interest even when I'm actively being like oh maybe I should journal or like mind dump or do something Mm -hmm. I just don't have the interest or energy and then I end up not doing it and I'm like happy about that decision but in the moments where it's like I've gone through negative phases absolutely I'm like mind dumping all the time and writing things down all the time yeah so I mean maybe it is something that can come and go with different phases of your life but I also know some people who are committed to journaling every day and love it and I think it is so good for so many different reasons because it's not just something that can help you when you're down and you need to get some feelings out you need to gain clarity but it's also something that will just help you build a better relationship with yourself something that can help you hold on to good memories when you are in good phases and reinforce those good things so while I think that there can be a tendency to latch onto it at different phases I always admire people who journal every day of their lives because I think that that's when you really really get the benefits of it and you really have that relationship with yourself where like through the good the bad the neutral you can put words to what you're thinking and what you're feeling Obviously, the more consistently you do something, the better you're going to get at it and the more effective it's going to be on the lines of, like, all of these habits that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. We've done workouts so far. We've done nutrition so far. We're in journaling right now. With all of those, the more consistently you do them, like, if you're eating well every day, it's going to get a lot easier and it's going to get a lot more effective because that's just how it goes. When you're working out and you're active every day and consistently it's gonna get a lot easier and it's gonna be a lot more effective and ingrained in your life like long term wise Mm -hmm. so journaling is the same and likely the rest of the habits that we touch on in the going forward with the series are gonna be the same that the more consistently you do them the better you're gonna get and the more effective they're gonna be for you the same thing goes with journaling and I actually think that this is a good one to talk about the like cue routine reward yeah situation of a habit because it's the most you you do it once if you're doing it daily you do it once a day typically yeah typically and it's gonna be prompted by something like it's gonna be more embedded in your routine than just 
overall nutrition, maybe, or yeah. overall fitness, yeah, maybe. So let's talk about what those benefits are, like why journaling is actually so rewarding. And I think there's a whole range of reasons. I think that's why it is so great is because it can help fix the negatives. It can also reinforce the positives and it can also help you with anything in between. I think the biggest things are to de-stress. I think that's like where we, what we typically think about with journaling is it helps you de-stress like if you're angry or you're stressed or your mind is spiraling about something being able to sit down and get those thoughts out and put words on paper can be so de-stressing in the moment to get something out of your head and like into the world and often it also helps you gain a lot of clarity whether that is okay maybe this isn't as big of a deal now that i've gotten these things out there now that i can breathe i have a bit more clarity about the overall scope of this situation and how it's not actually the end of the world and maybe now I'm seeing ways to get through this. Maybe it can also help you gain clarity when you have a decision that you have to make and you're conflicted about something. Because if you're conflicted about something, whether it's like what to do about a relationship with a certain person or if you want to confront a friend about something or like what school you want to go to. Make a decision anything like that and and you're struggling and you're kind of spiraling about this decision in your head when we're just doing that in our heads like there's no train of thought there's no like path forward because usually it's just like the same sentence the same idea the same thought that's spiraling over and over but when you put that onto paper then the next step is to move forward okay what's the next sentence what's the next thought what's the next idea that goes along with this and naturally seeing where you take it will likely help you gain clarity about whatever that decision is because you'll see naturally where your mind goes beyond just what is spiraling in your head so those are things that i think really help in the moment with journaling de-stressing gaining clarity and then there are also these long-term benefits of it the most significant i think is the relationship you're building with yourself like there's so much to say about being able to just like have a conversation with yourself almost when you're journaling really what it is is having a conversation with yourself yeah it's like a conversation with no limitations yeah because obviously when you're having conversation with someone else Mm -hmm. you're gonna speak to a in a tone that they're gonna understand or that matches the energy of your relationship you're gonna speak about things and you're going to omit details that don't fit exactly to their knowledge of you or your situation you know people know different things about you which is totally normal that's how things go and you slip you shift slightly how you speak and what you speak about to different people yeah but when when you're talking with just yourself then you don't have to do any of that because you know everything yeah when you're speaking with somebody else you're conscious of their perception of everything that you're saying Whereas when you're just writing in a journal, that's not going anywhere. There's no judgment about it. You don't have to be certain in every word you say. And also that's a huge thing I would say about journaling is like let go of every single thing needing to be certain because you're not like writing things onto a paper and you're like writing a rule book or you're writing Mm -hmm. like the absolute truth of this is how everything has to go this is how i have to feel this is how i have to like diagnose this situation don't look at it like that make try to let yourself be a lot more free with it and when you do that it's gonna help you 
understand yourself, get to know yourself, build trust with yourself, and just having that practice every day, however long or short or whatever angle you take it in, is really going to build a better relationship with yourself, which in Catherine and I always come back to as being one of the most central things in a happy, healthy lifestyle is the relationship that you have with yourself. So absolutely huge. A couple other long-term things are boosting your creativity because I think it gives you a creative outlet if you don't have another. Or even just the way you think about something or the way you describe something. You have a lot more space, like physically and metaphorically, Mm -hmm. to describe something. And I feel like the more you spend on it, I like a free flow situation for journaling because it gets you in the creative zone Mm -hmm. and you end up writing things out slightly differently than you might have expected or have thought of previously and that's kind of where you want to be because that's when you learn more about different situations. Totally. I also really like how, especially when you're journaling from a positive place and you're writing about something great that you're experiencing or like you had a really great day and you just want to remember it writing that down is going to pretty much embed it in your memory because I think when you write something down (laughs) there's definitely science behind it that it's creating some like neurological pathway or something like or muscle memory I don't know but when you write something down and you write it out as a story and you relive that in your brain and you put pen to paper, like, that is then going to become a memory that is embedded in your brain. Mm-hmm. And even if not, you can always look back and read the journal again and re-experience that memory. So I think that that's a huge benefit of it is that all of the special moments in life and all of the, even not just special moments, because every moment is kind of special because you're never going to have that phase again. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change 
and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. So even just remembering like what you were experiencing at that time, who you were at that time, and being able to remember those things, be clear about those things, look back on them, I think that is a huge benefit to it as well in a more long-term sense yeah i've low-key never really looked back and read any journal entries but i do remember some i do remember that I've written them, yeah, about in for my sure. head you know i also feel like i write so messily when i am journaling that I, there's no way i'm gonna figure out what i was saying yeah it can also really help you goal set and even manifest in your life because you'll see the themes that you want to write about I think some wants or desires in life are naturally going to come out in whatever you're writing about and I think it can help you gain clarity on what the goals you want to set are in your life and then it can also help you manifest those things when you're thinking about them more when you're starting to believe that those things can happen for you in your life so I think even in just like a brain dump sense because then there are also journal techniques to actually like manifest and yeah. to distinctly set goals but even when you're just writing I think it helps you gain that clarity but then you can take it the step further and do some goal setting practices do some like scripting and manifestation mm -hmm. sort of things that's like so great too. I know I've talked about this a lot kind of intermittently in episodes when we've had episodes like have we had an episode that's like you should be the main character or like you should be self should you be self-centered yes we yep. do <laughs> yeah that's we did that <laughs> like should you be self-centered living differently than people around you type totally situations where we're the main goal of those episodes and a lot of the things we talk about is to bring you back into like living in the first person mm -hmm. and i talk about that a lot because i have a hard time with it of like actively living in the first person rather than living like through just subliminally like oh I'm gonna do this because this person is gonna enjoy that or I'm gonna like think through what I do through like how it will be viewed on social media or through other people or just things like that external things that aren't fully me at the forefront mm -hmm. living in the first person journaling gets you back into that zone because obviously you're thinking about Things that pertain to you and you're writing from your own perspective. You're thinking from your own perspective. So you're forced to be put back into the first person. And I think that is huge, especially for like a mind dump or obviously if you're doing journal prompts that are about yourself or goals or your day or what you want to accomplish. Like that's all about you. Either direction for journaling is going to put you into the first person. The last why that I would say is 
journaling is such a good way to practice any of the mindset, mental health, self-growth techniques that you learn. A lot of them are directly reflected in journaling itself, like manifesting, like goal setting, like daily affirmations. A lot of these things like are journaling at their core. And then it also just gives you an outlet like if you've learned any sort of mindfulness technique, like maybe if you're an overthinker and you've learned a technique of trying to get to the root of the problem and figure out like what the fear is and what the root is and then dissecting that and picking that apart or like that's just one example but any sort of mindfulness technique that you might have heard somewhere maybe you've read it on a podcast maybe you've read it on social media maybe a friend has suggested it to you maybe you've learned something in a therapy session journaling is such a great way to put those into practice rather than trying to just run through something in your head actually writing it down I think often makes something like that so much more impactful so it also gives you an outlet to play around with those things and not just wait to use those tools when you're in a difficult scenario you can kind of proactively work on those and just practice them so lots of reasons both in the moment and long term why journaling is such a great habit why so many people love it and have so much success with it so now going along with this habit series, we want to talk to you guys about how to actually implement this, not just why journaling is important, but how to actually build that habit. And if you guys go back to any episodes we have about habits, we have a recent episode just about habit building in general with Shelby Sacco as a guest. We have another episode about breaking old habits, building new ones, breaking down bad habits, and then also just the other episodes of this habit series. We talk a lot about the structure of a habit, the cue, routine, reward cycle. So when thinking about how to implement journaling, I think like in Catherine said in the beginning, usually this is one that is going to be pretty structured into your routine. A lot of people either journal in the morning or at night and use that time of day as the cue. That's why I was saying this is way more obvious for the cue, routine, reward structure because you're not going to be like, randomly mid I mean, you might midday just like whip out a pen and paper but for the most part people are going to be like oh just woke up I'm like drinking my coffee or like drinking my morning glass of water and journaling mm-hmm. or I've shut my phone off I'm in bed like ready to go to sleep I'm gonna journal like that's the so a morning example of cue routine reward for journaling would be cue you're drinking coffee in the morning mm-hmm. routine while you're drinking your coffee you mind dump journal or you like plan how you want to feel or go about that day journal and then the reward would be you start your day feeling like refreshed and energized and put into that first person Mm -hmm. the other option like the other extreme i guess would be night if you are journaling before you go to sleep the cue would be in bed. You just shut your lights off and you got in bed. The routine would be no nope, lights have to be on. <laughs> gotta see the paper. I've done that so many times. You have to I'm turn like the light back on. Like, gotta go turn it back on because I can't see. Or I will just leave them off and like pray that I stay on the lines. Because um, like I said, I'm not going back to read it. So the cue would be you're getting in bed. Like shut your phone off. You're about to go to sleep. The routine would be mind dump, reflect on the day, journal in some capacity, however you want to do it. And then the reward would be you feel 
de-stressed. calm, you feel relaxed, you feel distressed, you feel de-stressed. De-stressed, not, not distressed. distressed. <laughs> um, that's not what we're going for. And you're ready to go to sleep. And then you have better sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think this is an easier one to use the habit cycle of cue, routine, reward for. And then the fourth part of the cycle, cue, routine, reward, repetition. A habit is built through repetition. So how are we going to make this easier to repeat? I think especially at first when you're trying to instill this, don't set a length of how long you have to write. Don't set a time of how long you have to write for even just a sentence or a word, how I felt today. Anything is better than nothing to build the habit. So if you're deciding that I'm going to do this before bed, do something before bed every night. And I think that's a lot easier to do if, especially in the beginning, you don't give yourself too strict of a guideline of I have to do it for this long. I have to fill a page. I have to fill two pages. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend that at first. And then everybody's going to be different about how much structure they want. Maybe it's way more helpful for you if you have some journal prompts written down, if you have something like a five-minute journal that guides you through it. Or maybe there are some people who you're just a lot better with a blank page and you don't want to have the structure that feels constricting. So there's really no one-size-fits-all approach for that. But And you can play around. You can do a little bit of both. But kind of figure out what technique works best for you and is going to be like as implementable as possible for you. The last suggestion I have is to stack it with something else if that's going to make it easier. Even like in Catherine's example with the morning coffee, if you already have a habit of that, of drinking coffee in the morning, and maybe you're typically scrolling on your phone while you do that, try to replace that with the journaling. So instead of trying to squeeze it into a new part of your routine, if that doesn't feel as realistic to you, try to stack it with something else that you do. I think that that morning coffee example is like the easiest one because it leaves your your brain and your hand open to write, but you can always stack it with something else that you already do to help make bringing it into your life a lot easier. Maybe you already read at night before bed, so it's a lot easier to also bring in five minutes of journaling into that equation, you know? Mm-hmm. If you do want some more prompts, we, a few months, a couple months ago, now put out a guided journaling episode, and that's more of like a introspective and guided episode, but it just gives a prompt and then some space to answer the prompt and then another prompt and it mm-hmm. builds on each other. So if you want to follow that, go back and check that one out, follow it, get a piece of paper and do your thing. And that was habit number three of this summer habit mini series journaling thank you guys for listening we hope that this was helpful whether you immediately implement these habits or not i think it's just always empowering to hear about them and think about them and like visualize having these things in your life and then pick and choose what is going to be best for you so that is the goal of this mini habit series i know that it's definitely energizing me like i said this is one that i have always struggled to stay consistent with and want to bring back more consistently into my life so this even just speaking about it in this episode was helpful for me. So, we will see you guys next Monday for a full episode, and then next Thursday again for the next habit we're breaking down. Bye!
Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.